0: what's up guys welcome to another episode of in the nick of time live on the spotify for podcasters app In connection it, it will reprogram your thinking videos which you can find when you follow me on instagram at by nikki Hops. i'm your host nikki time is a gift we should not waste so let's get right into it first of all i do not have a phd I am not licensed to counsel. I am not a preacher. So you probably say, Nicky, why should anybody listen to what you have to say? Well, I simply obey God's word, and on this podcast, I get to stroke my ego by edifying God only. So if you're listening, that means you and I can grow up together, and unlike the majority, you love truth and honesty. So, guys, um, I hope everyone who's listening has had a great week. I had uh, an interesting week again, all as always. Uh, and today is really, really a good day because I'm finally getting a Saturday off. Um, but anyway, on today's episode, I want to... Uh, I'm coming from Joe. Uh this week we are in chapter nine. And on this on this week's episode, I want to talk about uh being confused by God. Being confused by God. Uh, You probably say, Nikki, you're a Christian. How are you confused? You're doing this podcast talking about all the good things about God. Well, sometimes I'm confused. Because have you ever wondered why God does what he do? Why he does the things that he do? Have you ever wanted to question God? I would say that these days I'm confused by God, and, and in my confusion, God has taken me through some crazy things. I almost lost my leg, but I didn't. I have lost family members, tragically, natural causes, uh, my bank account has been overdrawn before, I feel like I'm living paycheck to paycheck. All of this while I know that I try my best every day to do the right thing. Uh, and some of the things that I, you know, tell myself, you know, it's right. I, You know, on Sundays I attend worship service. Uh, I study my Bible, but I've also come to the conclusion sometimes that, you know, am I studying the Bible so that I can do better in my life? Am I applying it? Or do I read it because I feel like that's something I'm supposed to do? Uh, I pray daily. So it's like, why does God allow me to go through all of the aforementioned situations in this that uh, I just talked about, you know, the overdrawn bank account, the you know, me shattering my leg, um, living paycheck to paycheck, what, you know, because I feel in my mind I give as I prosper. But... Why am I going through the things that I... Why do I have to deal with the situations that I deal with? You know, when I say that I do the things that a Christian is supposed to do. I'm confused. Well, Nikki, what are you confused about? Um... Have you ever wondered why sinners prosper? But before I get into that, I don't want my listeners to be confused. I want to, I want us to understand that. God shows mercy to who he wants to show mercy to. Uh, I talked about this last week, you know. We don't have the right to call someone out. You know, like the question I just posed, why do sinners prosper? Who am I to say that? But let me get into what I'm, you know, what this episode is going to consist of. Because in chapter 9, Job said he did not think that God was answering his call. Even though he, you know, was listening to his voice, Job felt like, you know, I'm praying. And God is listening to my voice, but he's not answering me. And sometimes we get confused by the fact that it looks like someone's got it good to the physical eye. And someone that may be going through a trial or a storm at a certain point They look as if they're having a rough time. Now, in Job chapter 1, Job was commended for being an upright man. So you probably say, what is the point of doing the right thing when it looks like evil is prevailing, especially in this world today? But the thing about God is He gives us the answer sometimes that we don't want to hear. <clears throat> when we are in a storm, we just want it to be over. Like back uh, in June and July, we were having power outages like every other week. And... One, one outage, we were down, we were out for, our power was out for like three or four days, And it had me so upset. And I was like, why, why is this going on? But sometimes you have to learn to go into that space where, what if you didn't have all of these amenities? What if you couldn't turn on the lights all the time and turn on your TV and watch your favorite TV show? What if you couldn't do that, you know, every single day? So sometimes we we just want the storm to be over, but God wants us to grow up. See, we miss that. God just wants us to grow up. In our storms, in our trials and tribulations, God wants us to grow up. I look at me a lot of times and I think about, uh, like, for instance, yesterday, I made up in my mind, I was like, I'm over thinking that it's um it makes sense for me to complain about the things that they do on the job. Uh we we I may not like what goes on, but I have choices. If I don't want to go to that job anymore, I have the choice to quit. And if I decide to keep going in there, At some point, I have to make a decision. Am I going to learn what I need to learn so God can move me and move and do what he wants to do with me? Or am I I going to stay stuck in the frame of mind that I wish that they would do things the way that I believe they should do it? Because we all think that we're doing right. So when you say, why does it look like sinners are prospering? Who are we to say that they're sinners? They may do things, but we all have fallen short of the glory of God. But that doesn't mean that we've always done something wrong when we go through a trial and tribulation. And everybody will have their time to be dealt with by God because God is going to deal with us and sinners. He's going to deal with the, with us the right way. He's going to deal with the righteous the right way. He's going to deal with the sinner the right way. It's not up to us to feel as though we're looking around to see who should be going through what and who shouldn't be going through something. That's not up to us. Is sin wrong? Yes. What? It, but what is our duty as a Christian when we see the sinner and they're doing wrong? It's not up to us to condemn them and say whether or not they should be prospering. But at the end of the day, we got to think about what is prosperity. And I think that's something that we also miss. What is prosperity? Prosperity is looking at your situation, learning, growing, keep moving forward towards the goal. And once you focus on that, You don't make that same mistake again you find peace you find joy in, in how you've grown and you keep moving but you also understand that when those situ- when situations arise you have somebody that you can go to that's going to help you that's going to see you through that's going to go through it with you Think about the three Hebrew boys in the fire. They came out unscathed by the fire. Why is that? Because God was in it with them. See, we when you go through trials and tribulations by yourself, that's the worst thing. Because in, in trials and tribulations, you find out who your friends are. You find out who's going to be there for you. You find out who's going to stand with you. So when the sinners look as if they're prospering, what standards are you basing prosperity on? Are you basing them on God's standards or the world's standards? because by the world's standards, we think prosperity is, I have the big home, I have the nice car, I have plenty of money, and all of those things are great. But what happens when certain uh, certain situations arise? Money can't save you from disease. Money can't heal you when you're sick. Money can't um bring back loved ones. Money can't <clears throat> keep you from pain. It 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 can't when you when you get sick, yeah you may be able to pay your doctor's bills, but Who you gonna go to when when you're just down and you're out? And even the doctor's telling you, it's nothing else we can do. But when you know you have a friend like Jesus that you can call on, that'll see you through, that'll help you, that'll give you peace, that'll give you comfort, You're much better off than you would be just thinking if I had enough money, if I had the better job, the better career, if I had the perfect husband, the perfect children. Now, Job also spoke of God's justice. But where is the justice in a Christian suffering? Well, God does not owe us anything. Explain that, Nikki. He wants us to trust him, his unfailing love, in the midst of our struggles. But I'll be honest. I'm like that spoiled little child who wants my way. But I know I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one that pouts when I'm going through something that wants to ask God, why? Why are you taking me through this? And I know you know what I'm talking about. Cause have you ever skipped out on paying a bill in order to uh, go buy you a new outfit and some shoes and so you can go to the concert, you go get your hair done, your nails done, all of that, God go get some fresh cut. I mean, we have you ever done that? and then wonder why you're getting a cut off notice or your car is being repossessed? Have you ever gossiped about someone instead of praying for them? Then when you then when you're the one being talked about, you're so hurt. Have you ever judged someone on what they're doing wrong, but you want the freedom to do what you want without judgment? This is the world. This is the world that we live in. This this is us. Do you complain about your job, your spouse, your children instead of praying so God can tell you that he only wants to show you the areas where you can improve? because we want others to improve. That's God's justice. He wants us to learn, each individual person, not me looking at you do this wrong, you do this wrong, and I do everything right. He wants you to look at areas where you can improve. Do you whine about how misunderstood you are, but you cannot empathize with others? Do we want to escape our problems by telling God what others deserve? See, we want God to get us out of situations, but then we look at somebody else and we say, well, they shouldn't have did this and they shouldn't have did that. Because I'm so familiar with all of these scenarios. The thing is, we must look in the mirror and really see the reflection staring back at us. Really see the reflection that's staring back at us. That's what God wants from us. He wants us to look at the reflection, staring back at us. Because when you look in the mirror, and you put your makeup on, or you, or you, or you wash your face, clean your face up, brush your teeth, and you fix your hair, or whatever, and you're looking good. You like that reflection staring back at you. But do you really like that reflection that's staring, staring back at you that's looking within your soul? Do you like that person that you are when somebody does you wrong? when you have a trial, do you like that person? Or do you wish that you can handle situations better? Do you regret what you say in the midst of a heated argument? Do you have regrets? Or are you able to say, you know what? It's okay. And say... To your, say what needs to be said but saying saying something that you won't later on say I shouldn't have said it that way I shouldn't have been a, and I shouldn't have been angry and in my feelings and that's what that reflection is when you look in the mirror You like what you see. But as the Bible says, it's like when you walk away, you forget what you just saw. Because I've done it before. I've looked in the mirror, and then I go back. Because I wanted to make sure that I had the look that I thought I had. Or I may add something to my outfit and I want to see, you know, does it work? So I'm continuously looking at a reflection that I'm trying to make look good on the outside. But when I walk away and I enter out into the world, what am I giving out? How am I interacting with people. What do people have to say about me on a day-to-day basis? Do I like the reflection that's staring back at me? Because God's justice It's not about how we feel emotionally. God's justice is about doing what will benefit more than just me. His justice is about everybody benefiting. See, if I show compassion to somebody, even though I may feel like they didn't deserve it, because God shows compassion to me, like I said, I I, could have did more than shattered my leg in the car accident that I was in. But he only allowed my leg to be shattered. But thank God I'm walking again. But in that, it's to show me that, hey, you were, you were spared, and you you not you weren't spared because you were so good and someone else could someone else could get into that same accident and they could pass away but you're not special and it's not because you didn't deserve this or that God's justice is righteous and righteousness because what it, I'm learning today is You're given an opportunity to get prepared for what Jesus went to prepare for you because of his great love for you. You're not, you didn't just break your leg because God wanted to He wanted to show you how to, he wanted to show me how to appreciate the smaller things in life, like walking, we take it for granted, but if you get up and you can't walk, you know, and put one foot in front of the other like everyone else, and you're hopping around on one leg, that's not a good feeling. And now more and more that I'm looking at it and looking back at that situation, I'm starting to see that I need to look in the mirror Really looking to the soul of that reflection is staring back at me. Do I like it? Am I confused by God because I don't get my way? Am I confused by God because He does things to me that I feel like should happen to somebody else because they're they're badder than I am. They do things that I don't do. I'm good in my eyes. I do what seems right to me because I feel like I'm doing what, what pleases God. So I'm confused. But in actuality, I'm confused because am I really connected with God in a a sense of trying to really follow His will and His way and do the things that He wants me to do? Because I have my moments where I complain, I have my moments where I'm talking too much. I have my moments where I'm buying things I don't need. And then when something arises, I'm trying to figure out how to pay for the important things. So what am I confused about? What am I really confused about? Sinners prospering. Are they really prospering? Because it's once appointed for man to die and then the judgment. So we're all going to have to face God. And we're all going to have to face his judgment. And what is he going to say to me? Because we're all gonna go back to dust. We're all gonna leave here. So we're, while we're thinking about what's wrong with everyone else, why God won't won't allow me uh, to be able to truly be happy by giving me all of the things that I want, by making sure I don't have to struggle. But all my struggles is his fault. I'm confused by that. Am I struggling because of him? Or am I struggling because I'm not trying to understand what he truly wants from me. Not what I want from him, but what he wants from me. So learn to like the reflection that's standing back at you. Learn to be confident in who you are in Christ. So, am I confused only about what I should be doing for God and not what I want God to do for me? Because this is this life is not about me. It's not about me. Okay, guys, welcome to the segment in my podcast where I say wake up world. Um. I was, I have an app on my phone where I read articles to kind of see what I'm going to talk about uh, on my podcast. In this segment, I use those, you know, daily events to talk about, uh, you know, This to use the the using this segment of my podcast. And I thought I I stumbled upon uh, an article talking about how Kevin Hart was suffering, was experiencing backlash on Twitter for making comments about people in the hood. And on my podcast, you know, I don't like to, you know, give my opinions about, you know, what somebody um, is doing in their life, you know. And and I don't like to make this like a, 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 a gossiping podcast or, you know, where I love to, you know, bring about conflict or because I'm more about conflict resolution on this podcast because I want people to understand what God wants so he made some comments about people that stay in quote unquote the hood and a lot of people were angry and I want to recall what he said, some of what he said, there's a liquor store on on every block in the hood. Um, There's a check cashing place right next to it. And what he was basically saying is people in the hood, you know, kind of stay stuck because they're not, he didn't say it this way, but, He was basically saying because they're not financially literate, they don't understand what they need to be doing with their money. And people were basically, you know, saying, you know, when people make it, they make it seem like it's so simple. And they don't, they forget the struggles that they had but what I wanted to get at is what are our goals what are our goals what should be our goals and simply I want to say wake-up world. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and He will give you everything you need. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and He will give you everything you need. That should be our goal. Wake, let's wake up, world. We get mad at the people on Twitter. And when they do interviews, and we watch for all of these things, and we, we list, listen to the gossip blogs, and we give our opinions, and we, we, we want to be seen and heard all the time. It doesn't matter whether what Kevin Hart said was true or not, what are our goals? What should be our goal? What should be our end goal in this life? And it's not about what Kevin Hart said. If it stung you, if it hurt you, If it offended you, what do you do with an offense? When someone offends you, sometimes you may need to look and see if, look and see why it offended you. Did did it offend you because there's a little bit of truth in it? Because the people that sent Jesus to the cross, they sent him to the cross because he offended them with the truth. So, what are your goals? And we need to wake up well, we need to stop walking around like we're woke because we've read some book or we, we've uh, went to some seminar or some masterclass or whatever. In order to really wake up, you have got to find out what the Lord says, what the Lord wants, what His expectations are for us. That should be our goal to be more like Christ, to walk and live the way that he lived his life, which is to be pleasing to God and not man. So that should be our goal, to seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need, not what you want, but what you need. So guys, I love you. Let's reprogram our thinking. Let's get back to love. Let's recover the life that the devil tried to take from us each and every day. But most of all, God may not be there when you want him, but he'll be there in the nick of time. Peace. And I'm out.